Welcome to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. Straight talk, enthusiastic support, and heartfelt encouragement for you to open up to your sacred sexuality. And now your host, Leslie Blackburn. Yay! Thank you, thank you, my love. I'm excited and honored to be sharing and discussing and holding space for these powerful topics. Each show, we will include some meditation, discussion, education, awareness on facets of our sexuality and consciousness that many of us just don't get that chance to openly explore. And I'll often get, as people come to meet me in my work, in private sessions or in groups, classes, I'll get comments like that, like this is finally that time or place that they could talk about the one thing that they haven't been able to talk about or share or just rest in knowing that it's okay. It's okay to be uniquely, authentically who we are, even when that includes things that sometimes we don't really want to look at. So this is the nature of that. Let's bring those topics that are often hidden in the shadows out to the place of the light and Hmm, delight in bringing some new awareness to the realms of the deep territory of our sexuality. So with that, this nature of sacred sexuality, for me it's really about being in our body and slowing way down so that we can listen. And let's do just that as we begin with a breath. Inviting an exhale with some sound. Mm. Giving yourself permission to feel. To slow down. To acknowledge the day. The things that may be spinning around in your day. Letting yourself... Ah, invite a little sound as a pathway of, yes, letting go and allowing the things that you've collected on the way, along the way to drop, to feel the earth. The earth carries these away and transmutes, clears. Nobody has to carry them. Feel your pelvis, your pelvic floor. Allow a connection with earth in whatever way you're relating in this moment. Maybe that's seated, standing, lying down. Ah, remember that there's an earth and your connection. And then invite an inhale as a sense of, "Mm, yes, more please, a welcoming in of light, life, vibrancy, nourishment, and let yourself sparkle as you feel, perhaps, if sparkling is feeling for you today as you feel that nourishment and that welcoming in. And noticing the space around you, as well as your heart inside. And with the breath of gratitude for taking time for you, gently widening your awareness, the space and the visual space around you once again. 
Monday. Ah, so as we sink in, what are we exploring today? This, today's topic, is really about something that's been coming up frequently recently, and that is what I'll invite, repatterning our sexual functions. And what I mean by that, and actually we're going to take a moment first with this inspiration that I've been sitting with this morning. So we're going to explore repatterning the things we call dysfunction, because that seems to be how everything gets labeled and we get put in these boxes. So let's begin by ah, acknowledging this first day or the day after the equinox. This is spring equinox in the Northern Hemisphere. This is the day where our light and darks are even once again. We've been coming out of the darkness since winter solstice. We're now heading into summer solstice and heading into the light. The light is really returning. And I have been in some of the most hectic yet deep and powerful, meaningful and very aware few weeks. Very, very full, very, very busy in many ways. And yet really just each step of the way going, this is big and I got to just be with it, you know, and it's been so full and so busy that even this morning as I was working with pulling another set of things into togetherness and et cetera, et cetera, I'm like, I must step outside as I do daily, multiple times a day before this show. And I stepped out into the land, which is, is just simply my backyard at this moment. Right now, I'm, the land can be anywhere. And I took a walk back there with bare feet and watched these like sparkly, diamond-like dew drops on the grass and looked up to see the sun peeking through these tall pine trees and watched a chipmunk scurry across the side towards these new shoots of daylilies that have been frozen in the snow in in these past days and yet are continuing to poke their way into uh, existence. And this little chipmunk just looked at me amongst the frozen-tipped daylilies as the melt of the sun, as these sparkly dewdrops were all around us and the shimmer off of the water in this bird bath like I watched against a surface. And it was all just really beautiful and like really spring wow you know um the the official day of spring has has begun and it feel i feel it you know there's if it doesn't happen right in the snap of a certain day wow am i feeling spring and watching the bird and this to me is the perfect time to to talk about these these topics that I, I'm about to open into is hey let's let's let this light return and shine on some things that we hold in the dark. So let's do that. So my as I invited the topic repatterning sexual function. And so what I mean, let's start with what do I even be, mean by that? So often we um, as a society, I see this uh, we ha- we create these categories and boxes that while I believe have good intention, right, ways to name something so that as, as we name it, we can maybe figure out how to, um, in the traditional mes- Western medical sense, 
when we name it and put it into the system, then insurance knows how to handle it and the doctors know how to handle it and they can pass it around and they can prescribe things and do things. And, you know, while that's fine um, and that there are valuable tools in our, in our technological developments, there's also some downside to forcing things into a box. So what I want to meet is there is another way besides forcing ourselves into boxes. But what are these boxes I'm even talking about? So some of the boxes when we say, well, you know, there's this list of sexual dysfunctions and, and you have this dysfunction, you know, and I'll have people come to me and say, I've been, I've been diagnosed with, you know, and, they, and you can just see it kind of heavy in the body where there's this like curling up and a, and a weight on the shoulders and a sadness of, you know, I have this thing or this X or Y or Z. And, in, and a desire to shift it, to change it. So these boxes, premature ejaculation, there's one, um, that is basically ejaculating b- with sooner than you expect or faster than you want to. Then there's delayed ejaculation. That might be um, wanting to let go in an ejaculation and having a hard time reaching that. And orgasmia, or pre- being pre-orgasmic. This quality of like not being able to reach an orgasm despite feeling sexual arousal. And it just kind of is elusive. I can't, I can't let go. I can't let go. Erectile dysfunction. That's a big one that comes in that I meet with people often on. And the phrase, you know, just erectile dysfunction, good grief. But that means, you know, often we can't get an erection or maintain an erection when we choose to. Frigidity, another term not a big fan of. Uh, this nature of maybe not being able to feel sexual arousal or function if you choose to, which is different, by the way, than being asexual, which is um, uh, those who, who don't feel sexual energy and feel really good about that. Like, fantastic. PMS even. I'm going to throw this in the bucket. Um, premenstrual syndrome. The, you know, oh, yeah, we have this box called PMS, and it's all these XYZ things, and it means these, you know, pre-patterned things of being bad and that we need to somehow do something about it. So these are just some examples of what I see as I'm meeting with beautiful beings of all gender identities. They come to me saying, hey, I want some support with these. And what I have seen are tremendous shifts, tremendous healing shifts where we can repattern and, and I can be of service to support, really, that repatterning within these beautiful beings so that they can feel and connect with their body and their energy in ways that feel wonderful and delightful. And that's what I want to touch upon. So these boxes, you know, okay, I've, so I've experienced this thing, and so now I'm in this box, and so that means I have this thing, and now I need to, woe is me, figure out how to do it. The way I hear traditional medical try to tackle these is often, you know, well, I went to the urologist and they prescribed this pill and I take this pill and it kind of works, but then I feel all these side effects and it's really uncomfortable and I really don't want these pills. So I'm often supporting people to release those pills when that feels good. Um, other ways, you know, are, well, you know, it's just kind of all in your head and, and they don't get a whole lot of information at all. And... Um, you know, and then there may be other ways in, in severe circumstances that can be handled out in the medical community. I really believe all these things, all the ones I've just named, um, premature ejaculation, delayed ejaculation, being anorgasmic or preorgasmic, having erectile dysfunction, um, 
having things like, um, which I also didn't name before, but vaginal pain during sex or um, discomfort during sex. That's a, that's another big one. All of these things that um, can come up and be prescribed as boxes. I want to invite looking at them starting by let's just look at those boxes a different way. And by looking at these and meeting these in a new way, we can start to unravel them from a different perspective. And often that very shift is, is, is 90% of what's needed to, to start to work with them differently. So what I'll start with for this is really deeply looking at the body in a different way. Often we're walking around thinking we're a body. You know, here we are, here's me. I can touch my thigh, that's me. I can go to this doctor and have something, you know, cut or removed or pushed. I can have a pill and put it in my body and change. And so it all comes down to this physical form. I want to invite, yes, it, we, are, we do have a physical body. Let's start with this. We are infinite energetic beings, infinite beings in a finite form. Like, are, we are energy bodies. You know, we have energetic bodies that we cannot see or touch or feel with traditional senses, which is a big part of the reason why they get ignored. Like, we don't realize it's true because we don't see it or touch it or feel it in our traditional way of relating with what I call 3D reality of the world that we are, are walking in that we think is complete, but is really only a part of the picture. So we are infinite energetic beings and we're in a physical body. And that's a gift being in physical form. Like, woo, when we can start to go, wow, I have this delight of being able to tap into the infinite realms, into the realm of the, the, the other, the energy. I can start to meet and maybe even make changes that in 30 seconds of linear clock time here in 3D reality, some big life shift happens. Lifetimes of work unravel in the bodies. It's powerful. So there's a real magic and mystery with that and a very powerful one. And physical form, it's a gift to be in a physical body. So by being an energetic being in a finite form, now I can relate with the world. I can relate with other bodies, with other beings, with other humans, with plants, with animals, with crystals, with the earth being, with just relating with nature and with the world. And it's through meeting and experiencing and relating with the world that we are changing and growing and literally shifting our vibration and developing our energy bodies. We are literally consciousness laying into form and through that form meeting and experiencing the world and through that shifting and changing who we are. It's profound. And it is really that simple. It's relating. There is value in simply being with another being. We don't have to do, we don't have to talk, we don't have to have a whole bunch of things happen, but we can be together. That's pretty cool. 
we have often patterned in in our 3D society, in our, and especially in the Western world, that everything's about doing. We have to plan a date and have a, a, a doing experience and do this and do that. Or, you know, out in our educational corporate systems, it's about doing and planning and analyzing and thinking and showing data and organizing and categorizing. That's great. That's part of it. That's only half. You know, it's only a part of who we are. We can also relate to being in the world and slowing down into the stillness of simply surrendering, opening, and allowing. This piece is the piece that gets lost. It's the piece that gets trampled over as we're running 99 miles an hour to get that to-do list done. So this is the piece that I want to just bring to the surface and give some space for. So as we now relate, if we, if we can take that as a foundation and now look and relate with our bodies differently and go, oh, you mean this body is a gift? Like through this body now, I can access energy. I can walk in my backyard in the way that I just did, plug into the earth, let go of the things that, you know, maybe the, the, that my nervous system has picked up and I can just discharge, like, right, give some space. But I can also receive the energy to earth, the energy from sunlight on my skin, from prana through my breath, and from things, you know, even more tangible, like I can eat food. And from my food, my body processes and works with and creates energy. You know, we, we can unlock the stored energy in our food and access it for our bodies. So our physical bodies are what gives us this ability to mean and work with the energy. Now, our sexual energy is the one that's really quite profound in the way that has a life force potency. We can double and triple and exponentially grow it in ways that some of these other energetic sources we can't do. We can only handle so much time in the sun or have so much food in one sitting that there's a max capacity. Our sexual energy, we can really start to cultivate and build and work with to heal our bodies, to connect deeply with others, to open to create the highest possibility of our heart's desires, whether that's creating human life or creating and manifesting whatever we choose to bring in. Maybe it's a work project or an art project, as well as the deep, powerful connection with divine, with source in whatever way that is for you. And through that deep connection with divine, like even more possibilities open that can be, you know, elusive from our fingertips in the 3D world. So if, as we shift then our awareness of body as energy, now we can start to look at these, quote, dysfunctions differently. So this is what I'll invite. For example, things like premature ejaculation and delayed ejaculation, those are ones that seem like they're opposite, right? Oh, I either quote, come too fast or ejaculate faster than, I, than I'm expecting, or I can't. I can't let go and can't get there. And what I'll invite is the, the assumption is often those are two different things. There's like way opposite ends of the spectrum and they're two different things. I'll invite they're incredibly related. So if we look at bodies in this way, that as infinite beings, energetic, energetic beings in a finite form, what would it be like to recognize that we have the capacity of choice of how we meet and work with energy in the body? If what's happening is 
the energy is coming in and it's so fast and it's quick and I don't have any way, I don't feel like I have the choice or the capacity to maybe work with that energy differently, then it might, quote, kind of like move out very quickly from the genitals faster than I choose and literally squirt out, you know, quite directly. And it's an energetic shift as well as a physical one. So that's, that's one way of looking at it. Like, oh, the energy, this energy that I'm meeting is overwhelming my capacity to work with it right now. And okay, it just, it moves out faster than I expect. And in one pathway, generally, that I, that I didn't expect and, and fast. And so now what happens often is we feel a bunch of shame around that. We either got, get a lot of pressure from um, partners or ourselves or just societal expectations or, oh my gosh, we've patterned in expectations based on watching porn, which we've talked about on other episodes, of how porn can really, and I'm not saying it's bad, by the way. In fact, erotica can be this really beautiful way of needing sexual energy for many that, that maybe haven't felt safe to do that before. But that's a side thing. What I'm talking about is mainstream, hardcore porn where we're rushing in a sort of a Hollywood experience to meet the, the expectations of, um, of small attention spans and, you know, fast and hard experiences. So the patterning that has happened with watching that type of stuff is that it has to be fast and hard and quick and, and, in, and like intense. It doesn't have to look like that. And often we're honing in on one little shot that has taken maybe, you know, hours or at least minutes and minutes and minutes to build to, but it's these quick clips. And so there's these expectation sets um, that disconnect us from being in our bodies and, and um, try to grasp at that quick attention span stuff. That aside, all of this type of patterning starts to pattern into our sexual energy. So now Again, say this ejaculation happens faster than we want, and all that shame comes in, the guilt comes in. Now there's even more pressure the next time to, oh, my gosh, if I start to feel this energy, it's, I, I'm going to, you know, there's this expectation that now I'm, gonna, I'm going to ejaculate faster than I want to. And so now there's like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, it's going to happen, and then it, it happens, right? So it's a kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because we're focused on it's energy flows where our intention goes. So if we're focused on it, like, oh, no, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, then often that's exactly what's going to self-perpetuate. Whereas if we can shift the energy, if we can meet it and go, oh, you're welcome here, I'm not going to try to push you away. So often what will happen is, okay, well, if I feel this and I don't want to ejaculate, then I better shove it away. I better just push it down, hide it under a rug, like think about grandma, think about baseball stats, anything I can do to stop it. And I want to invite, we are misunderstanding and underestimating the power of our sexual energy when we do that. Sexual energy is powerful. It will find its way through the path of least resistance. So if what we're doing is trying to shove it away, it's often going to be just like becoming even more present. So some of the tools and things that I invite in my work, and this is work that I often support for people to shift and release, is to work with breath and sound and movement and practices that are ways to move that energy. And we can slow down presence with the energy in a different way so that you can now make a choice. Can you instead share that energy with your body? 
Draw it up. Draw it up out of the pelvis. Let it expand out through the heart. Let it draw through the body, up through the spine, out through the heart, through the third eye, like all sorts of ways we can link and connect and draw this energy through the full body so that now we can make choices around how to work with it in a new way. This is what I invite, not just shoving it down or shutting it off or turning it off. Let's work with the energy differently. And part of that involves an empowerment of can I meet it differently? Instead of sort of getting scared of it or pushing it away or the other, the other end of the spectrum. Remember delayed ejaculation, for example. That one may be what's happening. And all these are just examples. This can be different for each person. And, and what, what we can do is just meet that. You know, and what I invite for yourself is meet your own experience. Notice your own stories that emerge, your own old patterns, the ways that we met old sexual energy in our past. All flavor into this. They all play into this. But this other end of the spectrum then, delayed ejaculation, might be that, oh, my gosh, there was that time when we were shamed when we ejaculated and, um, you know, we were masturbating and mom walked in and and we got sort of chastised for it or something like that. And so now we've shut it down. Like, I can't let go. I can't get there because there's this pattern maybe that if I do, if I feel that good, I'm going to get yelled at or that I'm a bad person or X, Y, or Z. There's so many pieces. I, I can't possibly touch on them all. But meeting that this energy is okay to come in, that we're allowed to, and we can repattern with, you know, practices to self-touch and go, yes, you know, yes, I want to work with that in a new way and delight exploring what comes in and what comes up. And now let go and use some techniques to move that energy in a new way and maybe re-empower the pelvis and the lingam to allow that energy to meet. Sometimes we've just pulled up away from it. We won't, we, won't, we won't let ourselves drop into our pelvis and meet our energy. And so this same quality kind of applies in some other aspects. But this is what I mean, repatterning, so that instead of sitting in these boxes we call sexual dysfunction, we can go, oh, okay, that might be a word to just help me communicate it, but I don't have to live there. There's something I can change. I have a choice. I can reclaim my power, and I can work with my energy differently. So let's continue this exploration after a short break. You are listening live to Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. Today is Tuesday, March 21st, 2017, and you are listening to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. If you would like to talk with Leslie live on the air, give us a call at 646-378-0378. That number again is 646-378-0378. And now, back to your host, Leslie Blackburn. are on this journey, repatterning sexual dysfunction boxes, and let's call it sexual function, first of all. We are functioning human beings, yay. 
there's just some places maybe that sometimes our energy gets a little stagnant or bound or stuck. That sometimes our bodies don't feel safe to be met. That sometimes something's happened that lets us, that sort of creates this place where we hold back from being fully who we are. We don't feel safe to. And what I want to invite is, like, when we, when we can start to acknowledge that as something that we can meet and change, huge, powerful shifts can happen. And it starts with loving our bodies or at least meeting them with some compassion. So if I'm in the mode of, you know, no way, I hate, like, and so I'll give an example Maybe there's this disdain. Now we've been dealing with this erectile function issue for a while. Um, and now I'm, you're just getting fed up with it. And so somebody might say, you know, I'm just done. Like, I am so sick of it. I can't stand it. I hate my penis or I hate my cock or my lingam or however they relate to that part of the body. And it's just like, I want to just fix it, make it work. And I want to invite the beginnings of that change are the willingness to go, Okay, Lingham, how can I listen to you? What is it you're communicating with me? And this applies with any part of the body. Can we meet our bodies, listen deeply with the body in a way that allows them to be heard? Now, part of me is thinking back to my time in corporate world, 15 years in corporate engineering in that sort of highly go, go, go do mode where I was in type A overachiever mode. And it was a serve, you know, okay, it was a great time. I mean, it served me well. It's just, there was a time where I woke up and had the spiritual awakening that said, Oh honey, you don't, you don't get to just control the reins of life all the time. You got to let go and trust that things will happen because they do not because you make them. That was really hard for my ego but it's true. And in the past 10 years or more, now 15 probably years that I've been, 15 to 20 that I've been on this journey, but also quite tangibly the past 9 to 10 that I've been outside of that corporate world, been slowing down to relate with my body in new ways and learning some of the most powerful wisdom. And that is when I listen to my body, I can meet and meet its needs, I can repattern things that I thought were stuck for forever. I have literally repatterned and reshaped different facets of physical self, and I've supported many people to do the same. So it's about, to me, this path of repatterning our sexual function starts with within. Can we start to meet our bodies with compassion in a way to listen, to slow down, And to go, you know, there may be some needs that my body has that aren't being met for myself, like messages that are being screamed at me that I've been ignoring maybe for decades. So in my case, just for example, part of that was I was for a stretch, I was an endurance athlete as well. So I was pushing my body in serious mode, serious heavy-duty mode. And I was constantly having little strange bizarre overuse injuries or accidents, things where I'd break some fingers or, you know, hurt a knee or, or whatever. And we might think those are just, you know, disconnected, unrelated things. They're, they're not, I'll invite, they're not. They tend to be little bits of wisdom coming through. 
when I started to listen and slow down and really ask, okay, body, what do you need to feel safe to let go? Things began to, soft, began to soften. And it's not that I just got weak, so to speak. Like that's the fear, right? When you're in that strong and intense place. Oh no, if I slow down or if I stop pushing, then I'm going to get weak and be a failure. And I want to invite, no, 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 no. When you slow down and listen, it can reveal and provide access to your power in ways you may never have fathomed were possible. So our strength's not just in the pushing. There's a balance of strength and power as we relax into the opening. And part of what that does as we bring this back to our topic is when we can invite that energy is like water in the body and not just shove at it and force it or try to push it away and keep it away or try to grasp at it and bring it in. Like, where are you? Why can't I feel aroused? Why can't I get hard? Et cetera, et cetera. Or, oh no, it's too much and I want to you know, push it away. All those things are pushing and grasping. Instead, what's it like to slow down and open, allow, and surrender to flow? So we can create new intentional pathways in the body so that the energy can flow in new ways, not in only the old patterned ones that it's gotten used to. Opening and allowing energy to flow in new ways and then making intentional choices to move it there. So rather than force it or shove it away, now we're going, oh, can I use my breath? Can I invite with some sound and movement maybe some touch on my body, I can start to feel new ways where I can empower myself to shift that energy. And intention is key. What am I intending? If the whole time I'm doing this, I'm sort of cringed in my face and closed down and trying to stroke myself in a way or or I'm with my partner and, and trying to have them stroke me in a way or touch me in a way that's just like really forced and, and highly... Um, active, but I'm not really here for it. I'm just kind of mad that I can't feel it. Or I'm cringing from, oh no, I'm going to be touched or I am being touched and I might, this might, all this might happen so fast or too soon. All of it's related to, can I be with that energy? Can I empower and plug into my pelvis in a new way so that I can meet this and invite some new pathways for it? So there is a powerful capacity to change our sexual functioning, to open and to inspire bodies to be um, alive, to feel good, to feel good about feeling good. There are powerful ways to do this that in most cases are exactly what's needed. You know, very rarely, occasionally, there might be... um, due to an accident or surgery, maybe some nerves were severed in some ways that shift some things. But even in the cases that are that severe, where things have have more of some physical roots in them, there's even shifts that can happen with those. So never putting ourselves in a box that says it can never be. Yes, there can be changes. The spectrum of what those changes look like just depends on the situations. It's a little different for each person. But I have seen huge and powerful shifts in this work, in the realm of feeling good about feeling good in our bodies and repatterning what we have sat in those boxes, those dysfunction boxes and said, and oh, by the way, let me take a moment on this. Aging, 
this is the one box that I keep hearing um, that, oh, well, because I'm getting older, I just must sign up for this. Or because I'm older, I'm, I'm, I must not be able to do this anymore. I want to invite lifting the box of age like and going, nope, I don't have to sit in this aging box. I have seen and met teachers and worked with people who have absolutely powerful sexual vibrancy well into 70s, 80s, even beyond. So, you know, when we think, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy and, and, and I'm passing age 30 and I'm getting older, so these things, you know, aren't going to work in the same way, I want to invite, drop away this social structure that, that tells us that this peak was way back at 18 and that it's, everything's downhill from there. This is absolutely not true. I've seen it. I've experienced it myself. I've met others and I've witnessed the power of reconnecting with our power, of our sexual energy, of our choice, of empowerment in our bodies, of listening to our bodies, of loving our bodies, can change the world. It is changing the world, in fact. So let's take one more short break, and we'll be back with a few more pieces. Thank you for joining us today. You are listening live to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. Leslie has a new website. It's new and improved and mobile-friendly. Check out radio podcasts, videocasts, and more free resources at leslieblackburn.com. The website also has the full class and event schedule, information on private sessions, mailing lists, sign-up, and much more, again, at leslieblackburn.com. Announcing a new in-person class. Join us for a rare experience Leslie's work in Ann Arbor, Michigan. On Saturday, May 13th, Leslie will be sharing her Tantric Energy Exploration Workshop hosted by Align Divine Yoga in Ann Arbor. The class is being offered at a special rate of only $10 in advance or $15 at the door. Space is limited, and you buy your tickets in advance by going to Leslie's website, leslieblackburn.com. Have you ever wanted to attend a class but were a little nervous about the group setting? Here's two options. Sacred Sexuality classes on four new topics are now available by video. You can purchase access to these at the website. Also, the Tantric Energy Touch Workshop is available as an audio CD. Order online at the website. The best way to get announcements about upcoming events as well as inspirational stories videos, and radio show archives is to subscribe to the email newsletter by clicking on the link on the website, leslieblackburn.com. Also, Leslie's Sacred Sexuality videocast airs monthly. You can choose your level of involvement, whether you want to be a part of the conversation live or just sit back and take it in. See details at the website to join in. The next one is Wednesday, April 5th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Reminder that Leslie is available for speaking engagements and for private sessions. More information at the website to your host, Leslie Blackburn. Yay. Thank you, my love. 
So as we now come in to nearing the close of our time, I want to invite one more piece. And that is, as we are loving our bodies, listening to and starting to bring compassion to listening to our bodies, part of what emerges can be information that we can, what I'll call sometimes fruit flies, these little tidbits of information, this like memory or thought or an experience or an emotion. And it's this content that'll come in sometimes at the moments where we don't want to deal. It's often in the moments we don't want to deal with it. Um, And that's why I call them fruit flies. They might be like little, you know, what, why are you coming in right now? You kind of, kind of randomly flying around the head, you know, sweeping into your, your awareness and your thoughts. And we tend to swat at them like, you know, go away. And they tend to be persistent. Like, nope, I'm coming back. They tend to come in right at the moments of feeling good. Maybe it's we're feeling good and pleasure and we're trying to reach that orgasm. We can't quite make it. And then there's, there's this thought, this memory or an emotion. These are powerful bits of information. Often we've swatted at them for years. We may be decades into like, nope, I'm not going to do. I know that's there. Yep, yep, yep. I hear you, but I'm not, I don't want to deal with you right now. I want to feel good. And so now we're grasping at and fighting and I want to, you know, and we're shoving these things away. These fruit flies can be the keys to finding the fireflies, the illumination, the piece that lights the way that says this is the path through body. Our bodies are tremendous sources of wisdom. They have the keys to unlock it. So if we can slow down enough to listen and bring body listening and messages into our repertoire along with what we're more used to often, rationalizing, thinking, planning, and analyzing. When we have a rational brain going, yeah, but, and analyzing and blah, 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 or saying you should do this or you shouldn't do that, those are good keywords. That's often a time to go, hey, let's set, a, set aside that rational thinking brain for a moment and let the body be heard. When we can listen to the body, when we can meet those fruit flies, often the wisdom revealed from those will unlock something in one of our bodies in the in the physical in the energetic where that's emotional spiritual or mental all of these layers of our bodies now we can unlock the keys and we can move that energy that's what i invite on this journey the power of meeting loving our bodies slowing down in a way so we can listen to them and then as we do unlock those keys so that now energy and we can meet our energy differently, it will move differently. You will release these things from your body. Uh, This is part of what I do and support in my work, whether that's in private sessions or through group classes and such. Take a look at the website and for more information on that work. And for now, I want to invite, let's slow back down, feel your body for a breath, and see what emerges. (sighs) Ah. Closing your eyes, allowing an exhale with sound. Mm. And as you feel your body, your pelvis, take a moment to notice as you've been exploring this topic today, what arises up for you? Questions are emerging or what sense of body is telling you, is there a place
voice that's communicating with you? Is there a big question around how do I even listen? I know when my mentor first asked me, I was I was like, I do all my processing from the neck up, right? I think and I plan about it. I don't feel it. I don't have any concept of what it means to listen to my belly. So that was really, really new for me. That has just since changed as it's as I've practiced it. So letting yourself trust whatever place that feels. And if you want support, reach out for it. Allowing a softness of exhale, widening in the belly, and a breath of gratitude for yourself for taking time for you. Hmm. Reclaiming your power of choice to literally shift and release the boxes. Stepping out of those boxes and into your life with deep gratitude. Namaste. Thank you for joining us today for Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. If you would like to contact Leslie, please visit her website, leslieblackburn.com. Leslie is available for private sessions, and you can find out more information at this at the website. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and have a beautiful day. Join us again next time for continued support on your path of self-realization. The power is within you to heal your body, connect deeply with others, manifest your heart's desires, and experience your deepest bliss. By our healing, we impact others, inspiring love for humanity and the planet. Thank you for joining us for Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn.